0: How you doing today? This is your host, Ronnie Beasley. And this is your co host, Brady Dalton. <laughs> and uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, peripherals. Yeah. What yeah. would you define as peripherals, brother?
1: Well, for those of you who don't know what peripherals are, just like Ronnie didn't when <laughs> we first started talking <laughs> about right, this. All right, I, I didn't
0: realize what he was talking about, <laughs> all right?
1: <laughs> Basically, a peripheral is an external object um, used, well, when gaming. I'm not going to actually go into the actual definition of the word because <laughs> it gets a little intense. But anyway. It's, it's something that is used during um during your gaming session, basically. So your mouse, your keyboard, your mouse pad, your, I don't know, your mic, your headset, you know, those
0: kind of things, your monitor.
1: All those things are considered peripherals. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was telling me, like, I was like, what should we do the podcast on? I was like, he's like, peripherals. I was like, trying to remember what that was. So I finally asked him. He was like, wow, okay. So anyway, yeah. but... Yeah, that's what we're gonna be talking about today. We're gonna be going over like, uh, monitor, mouse, mouse pad, as you already said, keyboard, all that garbage. So, uh, first of all, probably the main thing, probably go over the monitor. Yeah, that's fine with me. All right, so, uh, pretty yeah, we both have BenQs. It looks like. Yeah, I uh, think so. And, which one are you using?
1: Um, I'm actually using um, a 240 hertz monitor, which is. Pretty overkill for <laughs> most games. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I'm a, I'm a CS player, so I like 240 hertz. So I'm using the uh, the BenQ XL2546, which is basically the monitor used by pretty much every Counter Strike Pro out there right now. Mm-hmm. So it's um it's 24 and a half inches. Um. It's obviously a 16 by 9 res. Um. A ratio. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a 1080p monitor,
0: so. Okay. Yeah. So, at the moment, I'm using the BenQ's XL2536. It's a 144 hertz monitor because, like, honestly, <laughs> my laptop, I'm, I'm sorry, my computer playing Rainbow will probably only hit that. Yeah. To be honest. So, like, I understand with CSGO, you, you could probably actually hit that. Yeah. And because it's not very graphically intense and stuff. Right. But. Yeah, I, I didn't find it necessary to do a 240-hz monitor because it's just wouldn't work for me. But yeah, this is one of the monitors a, a bunch of pros use in Rainbow. That's one of the reasons I picked it in because it's a pretty nice monitor. Yeah. But I will say these monitors are quite expensive. They're super expensive. Yeah.
1: yeah, like mine, the 240-hz monitor is 500 bucks, man.
0: Yeah, this one right now is on sale for 379 Yeah. So...
1: So we're talking about some really expensive high-end monitors. Yep. Um, if you guys are looking for something cheaper, there's obviously options. Just do some looking. Um, monitors are a really subjective opinion, mm-hmm. so don't take anything anyone says on Reddit or whatever. Do
0: you know, your research.
1: Yeah, do your research. I mean, take advice, but don't take a what they say is absolute truth. You mm-hmm. know, Look into it. Everyone's going to have a little bit of a different taste. See if you can see some comparisons on maybe YouTube of colors or things like that, you mm-hmm. know.
0: Because there are <laughs> a huge difference yeah. depending on brands and like different panels and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, what what do you want to talk about next? Keyboard, mouse. Uh.
1: Um, I think, I think you probably go straight to the mouse. Uh, right. In my opinion, that's probably the next biggest. Yeah, I've always gamed on a, like a halfway decent monitor. Mm-hmm. Not not a great one. I wish I would game on a better one, but honestly, a monitor's super expensive. Mm-hmm. So. I would say if you have the money, monitor should be one of the first things that you
0: upgrade. Yeah, I'm playing on a 60 hertz right now. Yeah, right.
1: yeah. So it's like if you have the money, a monitor should. Um, the money, a monitor should be one of your first upgrades. Wow, mm. that was hard. <laughs> but uh, like, obviously, if you don't, don't like, just try to destroy the bank and go out of your price range. So, um, I mean, do what you can do. Obviously, there's some cheap options for around 250 bucks, 200 yeah. bucks for 144 hertz, but I think a mouse is really where it's at for a gamer. Mm -hmm. So, um, honestly, I have a, I have a couple of mice here. Um, one kind of like, well, I mean, they're all around the same price, but there's benefits and, you know, there's pros and cons to both really. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think my overall pick is honestly the cheapest mouse in my lineup too. (laughs) And it would be the
0: Logitech G305. And that's the mouse you have currently right now?
1: That is the mouse I have currently. Okay. And, um, I have used tons of mouse I've mice, I'm sorry I've used um, Zowie FK1, EC2B um, I've used Death Adder Elite. I've used uh, Logitech G403 703 mm, the, the Protea, or the 903 I think is what it is, Kay. I've used a lot of mice um, this mouse is probably my favorite out of all of them, really? and it's also the cheapest and get this, it's wireless and it comes in at Fifty two dollars,
0: and one other really nice thing about this mouse is it has the hero sensor, which is yes the top of the line sensor. It's yep. in the mouse that I have at number one, the G Pro. Yeah, and that's a forty dollars mouse. Yeah, one hundred and thirty six. Sorry, but like that's, it's a ridiculous amount of number, uh, money. Let's be honest, but
1: yep. So you basically have a, a small G Pro here. The yeah. downside would be that the G305 uses an actual, um, like, a AA battery. Mm-hmm. But there's some plus to that, too, if you think about it. What I've actually done is um, I'm using a A battery that is lithium, <laughs> so it's very light, inside mm-hmm. of a AA adapter, so it adapts up to AA size. And I've gotten this mouse down, what was it, six, I think 65 grams? Yeah, um, oh my god. With, with my cover off on the back. And I've actually thought about trying to get it lighter, but... I'm not going to, <laughs> but uh, yeah. it's um, it's a lot of fun to use. It's not for everyone though. It is a smaller mouse, mm-hmm. but get this: I have some really big hands. Yeah, this man has some big hands. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, it's not to say that a small mouse isn't for someone with a big hand. It depends on the grip. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a if you have a any like a medium to a large size hand and you're trying to palm grip, don't get this mouse. Like, if a palm grip's what you're used to. I would go with something like the EC2B from Zowie, or an EC1B. Mm-hmm. Um, that's more of like a relaxed, more ergonomic style mouse um, that is not ambidextrous. Kay. So, you know, you have to kind of base what mouse you're getting off of off of what your grip is. Yeah. So, Ronnie, what did you go with kind of for your first, like, your budget pick
0: mouse? My budget pick, I'm still going with Logitech. Okay. It's going to be the Logitech G403. Okay. And uh, I have a bunch of friends who've owned this mouse, and they're like, dude, it's such a good mouse. You should get it. You should get it. But I've been playing on the same mouse for the past, like, four years. Uh, Yeah. It doesn't really bother me. But now that I've, like, actually been, like, getting more competitive and stuff, like, I'm slowly wanting to get better equipment. Right. But, yeah, this mouse is $43. It's a great mouse. It has six programmable buttons and a bunch of, like, really just... Nice little stuff. Yeah. And one thing I will say though, since it is wired, I'd go ahead and get a bungee. Just, what do you say about that?
1: Yeah, I think if if we're anything wired, I think you gotta have a bungee. Um. I mean, once you've played on, well, if you've grew up playing on a wired mouse, and you haven't had a bungee, I guess you'd be fine. Yeah,
0: like, like that's why.
1: But once you've experienced wireless, mm-hmm. and then you try to play on a wired mouse again. Like, you realize the difference, like, the difference with that cord pull, the, like, the annoying things where the cord will, like, hit your fingers when you swipe, mm-hmm. or just weird things. Like, I've actually, my Death Adder has a really weird cord, where if you don't have a bungee, it will sometimes curl up, and, like, I've actually set the mouse back down on the bungee, and, like, that stuff's just super irritating to me, whereas, like, when I'm using, like, Logitech G305, like, yeah, it can't happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I think if you're doing wired, though, do yourself a favor and just grab a bungee because it's really nice. Yeah,
0: and like depending on which ones you go with, there, some of them are pretty expensive, but like some of them you can get for pretty cheap. Yeah. So it really depends on which one you get. Yep. But uh, one thing I will say, though, like, we, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure we talked about it in the, our first podcast. Wireless and wired, there's literally like no yeah, difference. There's, there's, there's no a, latency. Yeah, there's
1: not a latency difference, really. Yeah,
0: so if you're like worried about that, again do your research because that's what we think and stuff but yeah just that's our personal opinion yeah but um yeah so the next yeah go ahead what would you say the mouse pad like is that really necessary like what is oh dude the best
1: I mean the mouse pad is a really subjective thing Mm -hmm. some people play at high sense like I know you play at a higher sense than I do yeah because I'm you're a seats player yeah Like, I play, for any of you Counter-Strike people out there, I play 400 DPI and um, 1.38 in-game, or 1.39. I kind of switch back and forth between those two. Sometimes, I've had times where I've went up to about 1.44, but um, I don't know. I've also had times where, like, about a month ago, I went up to about 1.88, or 1.8 in-game, and I just found I wasn't consistent enough with that. But, like... So I play at a really low sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I have a large mouse pad, and I use the whole thing, for sure.
0: He does. He literally whips his whole arm. It's pretty funny watching. Yeah,
1: my whole arm is involved in my playing, not just my wrist, for some of you Fortnite people out there. Honestly. (laughs) But anyway, I'm not bashing on Fortnite people. Fortnite's fun, but... (laughs) You are? (laughs) 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 Wow. No, Fortnite's fun. But uh, I don't think I could... I don't think I can make it my game, you so, know? Yeah,
0: sorry, Ninja. <laughs> you know? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but I think
1: the mouse pad, to be honest, like, the one to have, and there's some more budget options, mm-hmm. but um Steel, Steel Series uh, QCK Heavy, and you get the larger version of that. Okay. Um, Super nice, and only at $30, so like, this is a pretty budget mouse pad, too, to be honest. Yeah.
0: That, honestly, yeah. Yeah, it's and
1: so it comes in with pretty, like, it's got good dimensions to it. It's, um... It's about 18 by 16 inches, uh, just short of that.
0: Okay.
1: Um, about a quarter inch in each way. But it's, um, it is a really nice mat. If you never used a heavy gaming mat uh, or a mouse pad, try it out. Like, I always thought like thin, you know, I don't need the extra cushion or whatever. I don't know what I was thinking. I tried someone's heavy mat out about a month ago and I was like, good night. <laughs> like, what was I doing all these years? It just feels so much better. So, mm-hmm.
0: to be honest,
1: grab a heavy mat. You're going to love it.
0: Yeah, so with the one I, I went with, because, uh, you know, uh, what my mouse is, is Logitech. So, you got to make it look nice. Uh, you know. So, I went with the Logitech G640. Uh, it's a large okay. gaming pad as well. Fifth, it's a little bit smaller, 15.75 uh, by, oh, no, 15.75 by 18.11. Yeah, Same. so
1: you're a touch bigger on the
0: height. Yeah, so that's... By the width part. That's the one I'm using. I don't actually know if this is, would be considered like a heavy pad or not.
1: I don't know. I don't know if Logitech makes a heavy pad.
0: Yeah, because like okay. I've never played. Does it alone. show the
1: thickness of the pad?
0: Um. It yeah. It does. It is How many millimeters? It's uh 0. 0.12. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, no 0. 0.12 inches. Yeah. Oh goodness! I'm not even gonna try to do the math there. It only gives me millimeters. <laughs>
0: So, wha- what is it in millimeters? Six. Yeah. So, yeah, yours is 0.
1: .23. Yeah. So, it's about twice the twice, thickness. yeah.
0: Like, they make a hard one that's uh, a little bit smaller, 13.39 inches by 11. Yeah. And that's... Oh, no. Okay. No, nothing. Yeah. It's just... No, a, I didn't think Logitech I made a thick mat. Yeah. But anyway,
1: it's it's a style thing. Like, some people don't like the heavy mat or don't think it's necessary. hmm I don't I don't necessarily think it's necessary either. I've played a lot of years without a heavy mat,
0: but is that what yours is here? Nice.
1: No, that one's not a heavy. Okay. Yeah. That one's just a regular uh that's actually an Amazon Basics mat, which is um I'm not, I'm going to like it's it's pretty stinking solid. Yep. I'm going to lie um the edge is a little bit irritating like for those of you that um well, your arm will sometimes get irritated especially if you have a high sense like mine. Mm. So I usually wear like a long sleeve when I'm playing because if I don't, uh, the, the edge of the mat will sometimes like rub my arm weird, which is pretty like a, a yuppie thing to say, but anyway, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm not just being a girl here. It's kind of like distracting. Yeah. Um, so if you ever have like a stitched edge mouse pad, stitched edge obviously feels a lot better than just um, the mat on top of the phone. Yeah. But, I mean... You can work around it. Some people will droop their mouse pad off the edge of the desk so mm-hmm. they don't have to feel the edge. Yeah. I've actually started doing that a little bit too,
0: so. One other thing I will say with the mouse pad is if you, y'all you get a chance, get like a gaming sleeve for it because that's what, I, I literally have a like long sleeve shirt that I just cut the sleeve off and that's what I use because yep. like it helps with like the, what is it called? Um,
1: like drag. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And honestly, it, it really helps like get one, getting one of those like freaking like Nike sleeves or whatever.
1: Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's actually not a bad investment. He's right. So, uh, we've gone over mouse, um, map. Uh, we're modern. on.
0: Yeah, we're on keyboard. I guess we'll, we Okay. Go.
1: So we'll go for keyboard. Um. So I have a uh, a very different perspective on keyboard than
0: I would say most
1: people. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, you do. <laughs> well, I think. But it's it's a good perspective. I, I like. Yeah. How you think about it
1: honestly I like very small keyboards Mm -hmm. so I like 10 keyless or 60% keyboards all the time Um, in my opinion if you're gaming and not coding or actually doing productivity I think you should have a small keyboard so well I mean if you've ever watched um, Counter-Strike pros play you'll see how they hold their keyboard sideways or they'll put it on an angle that has actually originated back in the old days where lands didn't have a lot of room, mm-hmm. and they were trying to preserve room by turning their keyboard sideways so that they could fit more things side to side mm-hmm. um, and get the other person's mouse mat closer to their keyboard, which is understandable. But the reason I do it is because I like to have my mouse mat very close to my keyboard. I like to have my mouse mat close to like the middle of my body, should I say, and my m- keyboard very close to I don't like to have my arms stretched out side to side. So I like to have a small keyboard with it turned sideways, and that keeps me able to not take up a large space when I'm at maybe a LAN event, and it also lets me uh, be more comfortable and in my natural state, I guess. Yeah. So um, I actually picked a Vortex Poker 60% um, keyboard, which for those of you that maybe are keyboard enthusiasts, I doubt we probably have any in here. But that is a very nice keyboard. I mean, it's got metal casing. Um, it's coming in at $140. So we're talking about gaming keyboards here. That's, that's not pretty a, cheap. Yeah, that's not a bad price at all. And actually, it's pretty cheap. And you can get that in uh, Cherry MX Reds. Um, you can get it in actually a lot of different key switches. But it um, depends on who you're getting it from, What you are you getting it
0: from. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I think that's the keyboard, in my opinion. Yep. So again, you do have a different perspective on it because I've been I've always played with a full size keyboard. Yeah. But again, I'm sure it wouldn't. As you were telling me earlier, you, I probably wouldn't feel a difference because I've played on yeah. your little keyboard and honestly, I kind of like it. Yeah. It's cool. But for like a home, like my own personal like setup, I guess I'll say, mm-hmm. I would go with a Corsair K95. It's like a full R G P It's real nice, you know, because with all these uh. Fortnite gamers that gotta have all <laughs> of your RGB all the garbage but okay. <laughs> it's a Cherry MX uh, speed that's the first keyboard honestly that I've heard with it but I've heard some pretty good reviews on it the, the MX speed switches
1: yeah. which ones do you get in them the what which speed switches do you get because um, they
0: have different colors or are they just tell me you, you can get any speed switch I'm not exactly sure okay. it doesn't really say yeah it just says speeds okay but Cherry MX, speed RGB, mechanical switches, da-da-da. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but I honestly, as I was saying earlier, I you were, I don't know if you were pulling up two keyboards or not, but <laughs> guess which keyboard I pulled up? What? Years. Yeah? <laughs> Your anti-pro. So this man has an anti-pro uh, 2 here yeah. at the college. And honestly, dude, I really, really like it. Yeah, right <laughs> just because of how small it is and because honestly i can't really bring that my that full-size keyboard to, to college
1: no yeah this bad boy fits in my backpack i've yeah. taken it to class before um get this the thing also has full bluetooth functionality mm-hmm. too and it's
0: really good honestly
1: yeah it's i think it's yeah bluetooth 4.0 so it's not bad bluetooth it's fairly low latency i definitely wouldn't game on it no. but like typing a paper or maybe taken as the class in typing. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. And um, usually comes with either Gateron switches or Kale switches. Yeah, depends on what run. you want. But um, I think it also depends on who you get it from. But mm-hmm. mine have Kale Browns, Kale Box Browns. And they are very nice. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, very um, really dependable switch. I think they feel really nice. Um, I've actually had them lubed also. So they're pretty smooth also. I mean, it's a solid keyboard. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not the best keyboard you're going to get. Obviously, that, that Vortex Poker, in my opinion, is a better keyboard. Yeah. But this one, for versatility, like if you're on the move. um, All the time. If you're at college sc- doing schoolwork, dude, get this thing. Yeah. And Pro 2 is is your ticket.
0: Yeah. And uh, the Corsair is 200 bucks list price. It's on sale right now for 140 Yeah. And the Pro is 90 on yeah. sale right now. It's so yeah. like freaking good deal yeah it's really good deal so
1: yeah i mean i think that basically covers the keyboard section yeah we have two different opinions he likes full size i understand that um there's a ton of good options for full Mm -hmm. size but uh, all i'm saying is don't phone the like the gaming keyboard gimmick like if you want your full rgb and you want to hook it up to the computer and plug in your software and you know spell your name out in the letters with rgb (laughs) Sure, I have had it, but that's just not my style. I like it pretty discreet. You know, I I could care less if my keyboard only had one color, you mm-hmm. know, if it was white.
0: That's what what I have back home is a solid blue. There's yep. no, it's on or off, not freaking rainbow.
1: Yeah, and it, it doesn't matter to me. Those things don't matter. So if that matters to you, go get yourself a full-size mm-hmm. extra macro macro switches, you know. Yeah. Go the whole nine yards. But
0: well, one thing I will say though about having the like full-size is on Rainbow personally, I use all the, the number pad. I use 0, 1, 2, the enter, uh, the plus sign, uh, the minus sign. I use a bunch of buttons just for like yeah. extra keys and just garbage like that. Sure. So that's one reason I do like uh, having the full size, but I don't have macros on my, my right. keyboard back home. Yeah. So that's why I do have that. But if I did have those macros on the left side, dude, I'd use those instead yeah. of that.
1: Yeah, for sure. Those macros, maybe for someone playing Siege, whereas I'm a Counter-Strike player, um, some extra keys would be a little bit nice. Mm-hmm. I think you could still probably fit it in on oh, this poker could. here, but it just wouldn't be as comfortable, and I think you might sometimes be hitting keys that you necessarily didn't want to. Yeah. Um, but
0: anyway. Again, you just have to get used to it.
1: Yep. So there's kind of two different opinions on uh, keyboards. I'll give you some budget options a little bit. Uh, I think probably our next thing, what do you say, going to headset?
0: Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. All right. So, this is a little awkward. <laughs> I think me and Ronnie picked the same headset Mastrop Sennheiser HD 6XX. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know what Mastrop is, um, these, this is the company that we actually chose to get our headphones through. Um, Mastrop is a company who will buy st- um, massive bulk stock from large companies. Mm-hmm. And then resale it basically at the price that they bought it for. Um, so almost like a wholesale price. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you get some pretty nice deals on there. Sometimes it's not that great. And the thing with MassDrop is is um, you end up waiting for your product a very long time. Um, I ordered earbuds from them a month ago, and I'm still waiting for them today. Yeah. So, I mean, the bonus is I got $40 off on the earbuds. Mm-hmm. But the downfall is that I've been waiting for a month. So, I mean, there's pros and cons to it. But anyway, we picked these HD um, 6XX f- headphones from Sennheiser, which is actually um, a MassDrop exclusive thing mm-hmm. that MassDrop has made a deal with Sennheiser, kind of rebranded their headphone a little bit, and sell it at a cheaper price of $200. Mm-hmm. These headphones are the equivalent of the Sennheiser HD 650s, yes. which, which are, are about 400
0: Four four hundred and ninety nine on eBay. Four thirty on eBay. There you Just go. depends on where you get them, really.
1: So we're talking four fifty to five hundred dollars.
0: And that's on eBay.
1: Yeah. And so we're talking. We've saved at least two hundred fifty dollars on these headphones. And look up the reviews. They're pretty much the same. Anyway. We me and Ronnie kind of share the same view on this, and I don't think he did like. When I first met Ronnie, he was a little
0: bit different than I was on this. Hardboard. He was like RGB headset, gaming <laughs> headset, you know? Uh, okay, I was full Logitech because I have a Logitech <laughs> headset. I'm getting a Logitech mouse. Yeah. So I was like, why not just use one software and that's it? Yeah, and then nice. I
1: told him, why just not use a software for your headset? He's like, what? <laughs> 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 like, uh, I think I almost blew his mind. But so, uh, But anyway, the idea is here... That these headphones, unlike some of your gaming headsets, a lot of them are. A lot of them are. Um, these are full open back headphones. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever worn an open back air headphones, you put them on, it
0: doesn't feel a whole lot different than when you're just sitting with your ears naturally. Yeah. And honestly, it's super nice, especially for you kids who still live with your parents, when you can get to play till like three in the morning and they're not yelling at you for being too loud with those closed backs. Right. So. A lot of
1: times with a closed back, you won't realize how loud you're talking on a yeah. mic or you'll actually be screaming at someone, <laughs> and <laughs> you think you're just talking loud. <laughs> so the open back lets you kind of know a little bit better what your volume is. Um, I guess the downfall is uh, your parents would walk by, and they would definitely hear what you're listening to like so through the open back. Yeah, so there's just, pros and cons. Just
0: be careful what you're listening to and what you're <laughs> watching their voice. <boys. laughs> <What? laughs> All right.
1: So like honestly if, if someone's close by and maybe they're trying to get a snooze in or something and you got open backs on probably not the greatest but if they're far enough away they're not going to hear that and like you're trying to keep your volume down from your voice mm-hmm. it's a really good option yeah um, so open backs not only just let you hear what's around you and let other people hear what's in your headphone but they also like they give you a more natural sound yeah so instead of making this kind of like Isolate a room around your ears, it lets the actual natural room around you be the room that you're listening to. So, uh, for those of you who understand sound acoustics, that kind of makes sense. But um, the HD6XX or HD650s are, in my opinion, one of the best gaming headphones you can get. Mm-hmm. They are very true to where locations are. When you hear footsteps, you can pinpoint them very well. Don't fall into the Dolby Surround Sound gimmick. Please don't. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> saying. It doesn't do anything. Anyway, so you can pinpoint footsteps very well. Um, it doesn't give you a false sense of depth, whereas sometimes with Dolby or Surround Sound, mm-hmm. I have experienced a false sense of depth. They try to add so much dynamic range to the yeah, depth also do. that sometimes you can't hear things that are very far out. Mm-hmm. So... Um, these will take away that, but they also give up the depth from like things, noises that are close and far away that you can tell. Like I pre-fire corners all the time wearing my Sennheiser headphones. Um, from people that I hear walking up to the corner, I just pre-fire it and click their head as soon as they walk out. Mm-hmm. So, th- I mean, these headphones are great, mm-hmm. and sound is a really big thing when you're gaming. Oh yeah, so. I mean, you might think two hundred dollars for these headphones,
0: and they don't even have a mic. That, that's the thing, though. Honestly, two hundred bucks for a headset that you're going to be gaming with isn't bad.
1: Yeah, two hundred dollars. All right, and then if say if you want to be budget, um, you could actually go with another pair of headphones they got on here. They have the, uh, the, I forget the model number. The but the, the, the Mastrap Sennheiser uh, Jubilee something or other. Oh okay, um, yeah. The five, the five XX, I think. I maybe? think here are the 58x, 5, 58x, 5, is that it? I think so. Anyway, those ones go for $150 on Massdrop. And all right, so that will drop you to about the regular price of a an headset. And what you could do, those are a little bit easier to drive off your computer um, regular audio jack.
0: Yeah, 58x. Sorry for interrupting.
1: Yeah, 58x. Yeah, 58x. Okay, so the mass Drop Jubilee 58x those will drive a lot easier off your computer audio jack mm-hmm. and you could also throw in maybe like a mod mic or something um which would be about 30-40 dollars i think for a mod mic Kay. and what that does for those of you who don't know what a mod mic is it's a little clip-on mic that will actually adhere to the side of the headphone and it'll come out like a regular boom mic so you've basically created a gaming headset but the mic sounds better than a regular gaming headset mic mm-hmm. And the headphones sound 10 times better than a regular gaming headset. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that's a the way to do it. And then, like, dude, if you're looking to really save money, honestly, I use these headphones all the time. Mm-hmm. They're Grado SR60E headphones. Um, Grado is um, a manufacturer, I think, based out of Boston. Anyway, so they're all American-made. They're super classy-looking. You might look at them and maybe not like the style of them. Mm-hmm. I think they're pretty cool-looking. But anyway, that doesn't speak to how they sound. They sound incredible for being only $80. And you can put a mod mic on the side of these and make a headset that is stealth 10 times better than any headset you mm. gonna buy that has gaming on it.
0: Yeah, like I have the Logitech uh, G933s. Yeah. And like, it's, it's a great headset. I, I love them. Yeah. But honestly, I can't wait to get those Sennheisers just yeah. because they... they logitech is running freaking dolby and all that garbage and uh, as you're right since i've been here i've been learning about freaking audio and all this stuff and like realizing how like crap it is <laughs> yeah yeah
1: <laughs> when you when you start the lesson with maybe like a critical ear you start to realize a lot of the errors that yeah. the big the gaming manufacturers make in their headsets mm-hmm. so anyway i think that pretty much wraps up headset yep. i've gone on my rant there <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of my thing Anyway, so um, if you're maybe doing a headset, um, maybe those um, Sennheiser HD 6XXs, mm-hmm. um, maybe you want to go with more like a streamer style, because obviously those headsets aren't, I mean, that headset's not cheap. No, like it's so not. Those earbuds, those headphones are not cheap. So maybe you want to go with like a streamer style, and maybe go with like an audio USB interface mm-hmm. and an actual external mic instead of doing maybe a mod mic. Um, so we kind of brought some ideas to the table too. Mm-hmm. Our deals, our ideas on these are pretty similar. Um, I think we're actually both using the same USB mixer.
0: Uh, the f- yeah, the Scarlet.
1: Yeah, the the Scarlet. Uh, so it's called the Focusrite Scarlet Solo. Make sure it's the second gen. Mm-hmm. But that's a USB audio interface. So basically, what the USB audio interface will do is you can plug it into your computer, and then it will give you. Um, basically a way to plug analog sources in, such as headphones or um, a mic. Yep. So a mic uses an XLR cable, which is an analog source. A, um, a headset uses uh, either a quarter-inch or an eighth-inch jack, which is an analog source also. Mm-hmm. So when we plug those into digital sources, such as our computer, we have to convert. Um, the converter is usually called a DAC your computer has one built in and it's the small eight inch jack that you have on the side of your computer or on the front. Those usually don't have enough power to power a headphone like the HD 6XX mm-hmm. properly. Yeah, like They will still make noise, they won't be loud but they won't sound the best they could. Kay. Whereas when you get these um, USB audio interfaces, these have built in decks that are much more powerful. They will pow- power your HD 6XX much better than your computer, and also gives you the capability to hook in an external mic. Yes. So if you've ever seen a streamer, um, sometimes a lot of times they're not using USB mics, such as the Snowball or the Blue mm-hmm. or the Blue Yeti. Um, those mics are pretty popular around like startup streamers, but they're actually using XLR like studio quality mics. So um, the mic I actually picked to use with this, the Scarlet um, Solo, it's a Rode NT1. Um, I think I have a package deal pulled up here, um, which looks like the package deal with a, a shock mount, A I think it comes with a cable, yeah, it comes with an XLR cable, a shock mount, a pop filter, and a nice carrying bag, um, all goes for 230 Good. So that mic is one of the best, it is one of the best vocal mics you can get, um, and it is $230, which is... Uh, it's steep, but if you're getting into streaming, I I reckon, I would recommend that mic. It's very nice.
0: Okay, well, and uh, you know a whole lot more about audio and all that stuff than I do because yeah. again, I've, I'm barely like learning <laughs> about it. And Shure is a pretty good brand, just of what I've heard and what we've researched getting okay. our own uh, hardware. Yep. Yeah. And you've actually told me uh, so <laughs> why I, I found this? Yeah. Is uh the Shure. SM-7B.
1: Super good mic, yeah. That's actually...
0: Go ahead, go ahead. That's the one you have, correct?
1: Actually, I don't have that mic. I have the... Uh, it's actually a discontinued model. Um, you guys can look it up. It's a KSM-27. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's probably around the same price range when it was new. Mm-hmm. But um, the SM-7 is actually the mic... Uh, if you guys know the popular streamer, Shroud, he uses the SM-7B. Um, also people like Michael Jackson actually recorded. He recorded a lot of his vocal tracks on um, an SM7B. So this mic is a Hmm. very solid, good studio quality mic that can be used for vocals, um, talking voices very well. So, I mean, both of these mics are super good. Obviously, the SM7B is probably the better out of the two
0: but it's also $400
1: yeah it's $400 and it's fractionally better probably mm-hmm. so um, I've personally used an NT1 quite a bit um, on a job I was doing a while ago and it is a very nice sounding mic so you can't go wrong with these Um, honestly guys if you wanted a budget mic talking like $70 you say man this this focus right box you're showing me this USB audio interface is $100 you know I'm trying to maybe do this under $200 I would probably go with maybe like an MXL seven seventy, yeah. or maybe an MXL nine ninety. I would honestly personally go with the seven seventy, just because the difference between the two is pretty small. And uh, the seven seventy goes for around sixty bucks, right? Uh, the seven seventy
0: uh, it's around like eighty.
1: Seven seventy is eighty. Yes, okay. Like Either way, um, super good mic for a really low price. So.
0: And one other thing, which is pretty nice, is this mic comes with a case, and a shock mount right off the bat
1: yeah right so this mic has everything you need Um, all you'd have to do is get these two and grab an XLR cable off the internet and you are all set to go
0: so yeah and uh, really that's about it that we got to talk about for uh,
1: yeah yeah, Yeah, I think for peripherals we basically (laughs) I think we went above and beyond the uh, usual peripheral setup Mm -hmm. but um, guys peripherals are really subjective do whatever feels right to you um, some people like really big desk mats some people like small mouse pads mm-hmm. some people like really large mice some people like really small ones You know, some people want a small monitor, some people want a monitor that covers their whole desk <laughs> yeah. so I mean go with whatever feels right to you um, try not to, I mean take advice from maybe the pros but don't take what they say as absolute truth mm-hmm. uh, you gotta figure out what works for you
0: yeah that's super true so that's really all we gotta say, really. Um, we'll be back Thursday, and uh, if y'all didn't notice, we actually remember to shut off the AC today. So there's no nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but really, <laughs> it's nice not being able to hear that. Well, thanks again, guys, for listening, and y'all have a wonderful day.